Welcome to 9 to 5 Mac Daily for Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, Apple Music Replay 2024 is now rolling out. This is Apple's Top Songs by the Year playlist that it makes available to Apple Music users at the beginning of every year. That playlist then updates every week, tracking your most played songs throughout the course of the entire year. The year-round availability is one of the biggest differences of Apple Music Replay compared to Spotify Wrapped. Apple Music Replay lets you track things through the entire year as it progresses, while Spotify Wrapped is only available starting in December. And at the end of the year, Apple will still launch a more in-depth Apple Music Replay recap, including more details on your top artists, top albums, and total listening time. You can access your Apple Music Replay 2024 playlist starting today by going to the Music app on your iPhone, iPad, or Mac, then going to the Listen Now tab and scrolling to the very bottom. Next up today, Amid reports that Goldman Sachs and Apple are looking to end their partnership for Apple Card. Apple has published a new press release touting the success of Apple Card since it launched in 2019. For the first time, Apple is sharing active user numbers for Apple Card, confirming that there are more than 12 million Apple Card holders. 30% of those people, according to Apple, are actively using the card, making two or more payments per month. Apple also says that Apple Card Family has seen strong uptake with more than 1 million users sharing a card via family sharing and 600,000 set up as co-owners. In the last year alone, Apple says that customers have earned more than $1 billion in daily cash rewards. And finally, both Apple and Goldman Sachs say they are committed to continue to investing in and innovating in Apple Card. In particular, Goldman Sachs says that it is committed to continuing to deliver an excellent experience for Apple Card customers. Whether or not that's actually true remains to be seen, because there are countless rumors saying that Goldman Sachs wants out of its partnership with Apple, and that we could see Apple sign a new deal with a new partner within the next 12 to 15 months. Running out today, the first Vision Pro reviews have arrived, and I'll put a link in the show notes to our full roundup of all of the different write-ups and videos, but the reviews also revealed a few interesting things that are worth talking about. First, according to the early reviews, Vision OS doesn't let you edit your Vision Pro home screen. The first page of Vision OS shows you Apple's apps like TV, music, mindfulness, and settings. You'll also see a compatible apps folder on the first page that contains all the non-native iPadOS apps from the App Store that you have installed for VisionOS. And from the second page onwards, you see all of the third-party VisionOS apps you have installed, listed alphabetically, and cannot be rearranged. In addition to that limitation, VisionOS also doesn't support the ability to pin web apps to your home screen. This is a notable limitation because companies like Netflix and YouTube have opted out of making dedicated Vision Pro apps and are also not going to let users run the iPad versions of their apps on Vision Pro. So this means that Vision Pro users will have to use Safari to access things like Netflix, YouTube, Spotify, YouTube TV, and more. So in an ideal world, users would be able to add those websites to their Vision Pro home screen, just like you can on iPhone, iPad, and Mac. Unfortunately, that's not the case in Vision OS 1.0. But with all of that said, it's worth remembering that this is very much the first software version of a first-generation device, so there are undoubtedly many weird constraints and limitations. Another interesting tidbit revealed in Vision Pro reviews, courtesy of Brian Tong, 
Vision Pro battery life numbers. According to Brian, in his testing, the Vision Pro battery life lasted for 2 hours and 26 minutes of general use and 3 hours and 9 minutes of 3D video playback. It took 1 hour and 30 minutes for the Vision Pro battery to fully recharge, and in 30 minutes the battery went from 0% to 37%. That compares to the up to 2 hour battery life estimate Apple provides for general use, and its estimate of 2.5 hour battery life for video playback. So it seems like, at least based on this test, that Apple has under-promised and over-delivered when it comes to Vision Pro battery life. Again, you can hit the link in the show notes to find our full roundup of all of the first Vision Pro videos and reviews. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller, and we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.